You mustn't be afraid to dream a little bigger, darling. I'm mm. trying to remember what um, gender even says that. <laughs> I can. Oh, Inception. Inception. There we are. Inception. Who says that? Uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Oh, I need to see that movie again. That was a good movie. It's a really good movie. I still haven't seen The Tenant. Oh, I, 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 I watched that during the pandemic, and it was one of those things where I remember watching it. And I'm like. I need to like really do my homework and rewatch this multiple times because I think that's when it's going to like really open up for me. I haven't done it, but I do <laughs> own it. So I took one step in the direction of doing that. Well, there you go. It's a little trippy. I mean, but not super complicated to follow. Yeah. I mean, what, what was it? I was listening to um, somebody talk about um, Christopher Nolan and they said one of his downfalls is in movies, this is what this one guy who's into movies and critics and has had like a you know notable movie magazine for years um, said, and he basically said that Christopher Nolan loves showing people how smart he is in his movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a downfall because I don't really care how smart somebody is. Just make a good movie. As yeah. long as it's entertaining, I'm fine. Yeah, be, be as smart as you want. Well, welcome to the Utterly Useless Podcast, the only podcast that isn't sure if we are awake or still dreaming. Oh, I'm still dreaming. <laughs> Across from me is a man that has his dreams under control. A man that can solve a maze on paper in one minute that can that takes only two minutes to create. The Cobb of the podcast, Jeremy. Ooh, I'm trying to remember who Cobb is. Leonardo. Oh, okay, cool. Except I'm tortured by my previous wife. <laughs> <laughs> Which, what was it? Uh, I will tell you, just to, to butt in or whatever. I was, one of the best things about YouTube is people's theories and stuff like that. And somebody found a theory, bounced it off of Christopher Nolan about how you can tell if Leonardo is actually awake or asleep. And it was one of those things where like, oh, this is, that's good. And it all has to do with the, the ring. ring on his finger. Hmm. Did he take it off? No, when he's asleep, he is, you know, he is hopeful that his marriage will, uh, you know, prosper and flourish or whatever. But when he's awake, he doesn't have his ring on okay. because he and his wife are estranged. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Now, to my left is a man that believes if you're going to perform Inception, you need imagination. The Eames of the pod, Brett. So that's Tom Hardy, right? That's Tom Hardy. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, because I'm like, the only other one I could think of is jo uh, Gordon, whatever, Levitt or whatever. Yeah, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah. yeah. And lastly, if I tell you to think, to not think about elephants, what do you think about? Elephants. A man yep. that doesn't, doesn't like being shot in the head to wake up, the <laughs> author of the pod, Timmy. <laughs> <sighs> but who are you? Author. Uh, oh, I, th I thought you said like the author of the podcast. Yeah, that's what I, <laughs> I was like, got that too. Who's uh, Arthur? Arthur's Joseph Gordon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, this just goes back to the fact that I can watch a whole movie and not know who anybody is. I don't know how that works, but I can do it. Hey, you know what? Nobody at this table is the Pepsi girl, also known as the chicken Juno. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pepsi girl, where does yeah. that come from? She was in she was in Pepsi commercials. Oh, was she yeah. when she was younger or something? No, like because uh, I remember to me personally, 
I found her appearance in Inception so distracting because she was in Pepsi commercials at the time. And whenever I saw her, I was just waiting for her to turn to the camera and talk about Pepsi. <laughs> Earliest thing I remember her in is uh, X-Men 3. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Who I'm trying to remember who she was in X-Men 3 because I do vaguely remember her. Nobody cares. It's X-Men 3. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just curious what I, superhero they should play. I think That's it's all. erased. <laughs> That's true. All right, let's get into our merit badges. All right, merit badges. What do we got? All right, well, my merit badge this week... Um, is I just, I've talked about it before, uh, the podcast and I'll talk about it right now. And that is, I am becoming, I got the master, becoming a master of the Coke freestyle machines. And (laughs) oh my goodness. Like first off, freestyle machines are, are far and away, not as good as regular soda fountain machines. I'm just throwing out there right now. Um, because of the different kinds of sweeteners involved and the maintenance that goes into it, I think it's it's totally different. But I'm learning how to operate these machines, and I've been charged with being the master of them at work. Is there any benefit of having these freestyle machines? A variety choice. Okay. That's I'd- really the only advantage. And, I mean, also, like, it's uh, these – they're – there are cartridges that go into the machines and they last quite a while uh-huh. with the exception of the sugars. Uh-huh. Okay. But uh, they last for a long time. Hmm. I I think I would give up varieties to have just the basics. Variety in, over quality. Quality over variety. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree. Because every time I get something out of the Coke freestyle machines, I just like, it's not going to taste that good. I also prefer Pepsi. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Full disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. All right. Well, my merit badge. So I went um I went out of town this last weekend and one last hurrah before the school season started. And on the way home, I got the one finger salute. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, is like I just laughed about it. I'm like because I have no idea what I, I did. It was like a, uh, it was a, a one lane highway or, you know, like one way, mm-hmm. each one lane, each way. And then, you know, occasionally it'll come up to a two lanes mm-hmm. when people can pass. And so I was just in line with all the other cars. It was one of those that everybody was had the same idea to go out of town this weekend, then come back home. So we're all in a line. I'm just following them. And all of a sudden, it goes to two lanes, and somebody like zooms past me, and, like slows down, and purposely like looks at me and flips me off. I'm like, "What did I do? I've just been one of the sheep right here in line, not doing a darn thing." <laughs> but I got the salute. Nice, congratulations! <laughs> I, what, where were you? Just out of curiosity, I was in Idaho. Okay, because what was <laughs> I, I, I was I was driving through Wyoming one time and. You know, it did the same thing. And as I was driving, I knew just from some details that I saw, the car, three, two cars in front of me was an undercover police car. Uh huh. I knew it. I was 100% certain about it. And so we were already, I mean, I swear like the 
the speed limit was around 70, 75 miles an hour. So we were going 80. Mm-hmm. And the cars behind me were angry that I was only going 80. Yeah. And so I but I was just like, nope, I'm just going to go 80. They, you know, they were flashing their lights at me, just kind of like, you know, and then. Is my, it a one lane? Yeah. So it was a one lane because they were flashing their uh-huh. lights like, go faster, go faster. And so I'm like, no, because they what they wanted me to do is they wanted me to go faster pass oh gotcha the, the car uh-huh. and go in front of them because it was one of those like you know long 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 narrow or yeah narrow highways where it's easy to pass and i was just like i'm not doing that because i know who this guy is uh-huh. so it ve- eventually you know ter- forked into two lanes and i got flipped off by three people in a row they cruised past me at 90 they I, it was so funny because you could tell they turned, they saw the car that I knew was a police officer, and suddenly, meow, <laughs> they fell back in line. That's hilarious. <laughs> People are so dumb. People, uh, why do you, I like, sure, I get frustrated with other cars, but I don't get to the point where I need to flip anybody off. Yeah. I, I literally got honked at yesterday because I was in the turn lane waiting to, to turn into a parking lot. And I was taking too long, but I'm like, there's cars coming. Yeah. I was like, I can't help this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, people are annoying. Well, my, I, I have a brand new merit badge. I was actually tinkering between two of them. And then on the drive over here, that's when I got my merit badge. So I was, as I was driving over here, I got on the on-ramp and I saw what possibly could have been a small tent being blown around on the freeway. <laughs> and I'm like, this is terrifying. Why is there a tent on the, the freeway? Then I got closer and I'm like, oh no, that is not a tent. That is a person. What are they doing on the freeway? <laughs> then I got closer. Then it was a person who was in a costume and I'm like, stupid teenager, why are you on the freeway? And then I got closer, and it was a large, um, what is it? It was a large, slowly deflating Buzz Lightyear balloon. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it wasn't a person? No. It was just a balloon. <laughs> but it was one of those gigantic, you know... Uh, uh, the instant I knew it was a Buzz Lightyear, so I saw the Buzz Lightyear, and then the instant I got to the back of it, you could see, you know, the silver, you know, uh-huh. kind of aluminum color of it. How tall but would you say it was? It was like probably, if when it was deflating, so I'd probably say at the time it was four feet tall. But uh-huh. if it was fully full of air, I would say that it was probably about five feet. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like hunched over, and it was because it looked like somebody was looking for something. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, so my merit badge is just like what what is that on the freeway? <laughs> <laughs> Your spotting skills were a little subpar. <laughs> well, I mean, it was you know it, yeah. it went from you know being fifty feet away yeah. to like it looked like a tent to suddenly you could make out that there was arms uh-huh. and you're like wait. And the thing it was is it was just barely being lifted off the ground. And so from a far distance, it looked like what, the closer you got to it, it looked like a person. 
<laughs> you have the spotting skills of similar someone on Family Guy, like, hey, you can't park your van on the diving board. <laughs> it's not a van, that's my son. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> oh, that, that's just weird. Why does anybody have a buzz light year in the first place? I don't know. I, I, but you know what? It was. Was right it near the movie theaters? Even no, though it was no right movie. next to a high school. So I'm sitting okay. there thinking, I'm pretty sure like a couple teenagers are just, were just like, hey, like my little brother had a, like a birthday party. Let's just like take this to the freeway and just drop it off and then leave. <laughs> the sad thing is, is I, I think, you know, and I was driving at seven in the morning. So I can only imagine, like I, w- once I thought it was a person, I didn't slam on my brake, but man, I slowed down and hopefully no bad accident will come from that yeah yeah but hopefully not that's for sure spin the wheel all right we have spin the wheel where we have 10 categories of questions we're gonna spin this wheel and decide which questions we're gonna ask one another and timmy criddle goes first and you get random question the random question of the day is if you could star in any kind of commercial what would it be Ooh. Fast acting to acting. Just kidding. Um, the milk commercials from the 90s. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <Scott Milk>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I would. I just want to be in the funny ones, which the funny ones are far, few and far between these days. <laughs> Pepto Bismol. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh man, that that song from like the early 2000s or whatever yeah. would get stuck in my mind. So <laughs> I sang that the other day, and my daughter was like, "What is that?" Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Pepto Bismol. <laughs> um. Oh, new depends. <laughs> you remember the? I know Brett, you've seen Supernatural. Remember mm. when they were on that commercial for like I don't know some kind of STD? Yes, <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, I, I mean that I wouldn't be opposed to it as long as it was funny like that. If you want to be in a funny, absolutely random commercial, be in a cologne commercial. Oh my gosh! Maybe that would be fun to do. Be like almost Zoolander-ish, like the oh. essence of water. Oh yeah, I mean, I love that because there's like some, always like some jacked guy or something like that, like swimming with like, and then coming up in slow motion, uh-huh. and it's just like, what are you like doing? Like, are we a resort? What's what's this? Cologne. Wait. Why is that guy wearing cologne? He's swimming in the ocean. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, I'm going to go with Mountain Dew. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, if I were just stuck to stick Ooh. to my brands, it'd be Mountain Dew. The Surge commercials from the oh, 90s. Oh, Surge commercials. <laughs> I still yell that from time to time. Surge, and nobody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, I will pick, I'll pick Mountain Dew just to, because I've always wanted to, I've always wanted to, to promote them and be a part of their organization somehow. <laughs> yeah, I, I would either do, because I love the milk commercials from the 90s, so I would either do milk commercials from the 90s, or if it had to be nowadays, it would be one of those random commercials for some drug or whatever, where it you know this is supposed to be debilitating, and all you're doing is following some people around who have like the biggest smile, like yes. unnaturally big <laughs> yes. smiles. Daytime commercials, through, <laughs> especially through the Price Is Right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
What about you, Chris? Oh, definitely a cologne commercial. Uh, <laughs> get, get totally jacked for just a 30 second spot. Yeah, sure. There you go. Especially if they're paying for it. Exactly. Especially if they're paying for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Brett, you're up next. And you got Could You Fight It? All right. So just before I start this, we all know who Grimace is, right? Purple. Uh, yes. The purple guy from McDonald's. Okay. Yep, could you fight John Cena in Grimace's costume? If John Cena's in Grimace's <laughs> yes. costume? Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Grimace doesn't have much of a reach. Like his punches have got to be pulled. Yeah. Or I, else he's going to break the costume. I feel like John Cena, though, would take risks. <laughs> Big risks. <laughs> if he breaks the costume in any way, does he lose? No. Darn it! Because then I mean, it starts off like with like the whole like his arms are like this, but you know what? He could just rip. I, I if he can rip it and break it, then I'm gonna lose. I know it. I feel like he would just flex, and then all of a sudden it just rip off. Yeah. <laughs> I watched uh, on the airplane Fast and Furious Seven because there was very limited options to mm-hmm. watch, and I was like, eh, well, I should give it a try. And the Rock has a cast on, and he flexes, yeah. and it breaks <laughs> off. And I was like, okay, <laughs> sure, <laughs> I'm buying into this. <laughs> <laughs> but no, John Cena would pound me. He'd take me to pound town. He thought this was going to be a street fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was one of the cheesiest <laughs> lines ever. <laughs> oh, who said that? Vin Diesel? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's funny because I think the, the street fell <laughs> o- apart, or what was it? He like took a stomp and then like the street collapsed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I can't. What about you, Griddle? Um, uh, do I get any weapons? Um, let's just say it takes place at a McDonald's. Oh, I can throw Happy Meals at him. <laughs> I'll give it the college try. If I throw the fry grease at him, I'm sure it's not going to do anything because he's got a grimace outfit exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah. I, every All the chairs are all like... Stapled to the ground. Exactly. <laughs> I think uh, I could get him stuck in one of those play pins. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd just go through like the slide and he gets stuck. Yeah. And then once he gets stuck, you start kicking him. Go around the other side, kick his butt just multiple yeah. times. So, like, I kick in John Cena's butt in a Grimace outfit. At a playpen in a McDonald's. Yep. <laughs> That'd be a good story. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, let's do what it. location would you make it to make it even a better story? Probably a McDonald's in the middle of Nevada somewhere <laughs> in reno nevada <laughs> or else off of the strip where it's just like that would just be a normal thing <laughs> that's another tuesday <laughs> i haven't seen grimace for a couple of weeks <laughs> um all right all right my turn and i get kiss mary kill would you rather kiss mary or kill tony stark bruce wayne or t'challa let's see i think i would marry bruce wayne okay and hmm the next that's the next one's tough because you know what i could like have like vibranium gear and stuff like that if i i don't know no if i just kissed him it would just be eh. (laughs) just a kiss yeah (laughs) um hmm Oh, I know. I'm going to take Bruce Wayne because both are, and then 
um, Thanos is going to snap and T'Challa's gone. And, and then I'll just walk over and kiss uh, Iron Man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I think I will marry Stark. I will kill Bruce. <gasps> you mean you're going to do something that the Joker couldn't? Wow. <laughs> I feel like Bruce has anger issues. Yeah, but you know what? I, I think he like leaves you alone for the most part. Like you just get to like live in his mansion while he's like brooding. with Alfred. You're really yeah, just hanging out with Alfred. Yeah, you're basically hanging out with Alfred, like while he's well, like brooding somewhere. But I feel like Tony Stark would have more. I mean, first off, there'd be Jarvis or yep. Friday, and then you'd have more tech happy. to play with. You'd have happy yeah, as well, and happy as well. So I don't know. And then kiss T'Challa. Um, do you know, so I looked up the list just out of curiosity of who is the wealthiest according to the internet. Mm -hmm. T'Challa supposedly is the wealthiest. I mean, he's a king. Yeah. And Vibranium is very expensive. Well, not currently in the uh, com comic book land. He's been dethroned. Yeah. They're now in a, not monarchy, they're at, at the, whatever. And then Tony Stark and then Bruce Wayne. Hmm. So fun fact. Look at that. I, I'm slumming it with Bruce Wayne. There we are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about the money. <laughs> I'd probably do the same as Criddle. I'd marry Tony Stark, bad kiss Bruce Wayne, and kill T'Challa. Like, yeah, take that. Kill. I did something that Killmonger couldn't do. Exactly. <laughs> and Kill was in his name, and he still couldn't do it. Yep. Couldn't do his own name. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. That's a shame. All right, Criddle, you're up, and you got... Desert Island. All right. Would you rather be stuck on a desert island with a droid like R2-D2 whose communication systems are broken or be on a desert island with a fully blind but fully functioning C-3PO? R2-D2 because these C-3PO would bother me so much. R2-D2 still makes the little whistles, uh -huh. right? And the yeah. beeps. Okay. But C-3PO is blind and useless. But he can talk to you. He can talk to me. But R2-D2 could actually help me? Yeah. Well, because... Remember, Possibly, yeah. yeah. R2-D2 can understand you, but you can't understand him. Oh, that's fine. I'll, I'll do R2-D2 if he can help me, because he's got all those little gadgets come out. I don't think C-3PO's got any kind of like Swiss Army knife on him like right. R2-D2 does. He's just a high maintenance robot, I guess. He's yeah, a, he is high maintenance. I mean, at least maybe you know, if like you know, a mermaid came, like, he'd be able to like speak their language and be like, "Hey, yeah." She true. says that you're kind of hot, and she'd like to take you under the sea. <laughs> like, uh, I die <laughs> under the sea. Uh, <laughs> no thanks. Would you like me to comb the desert? So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw something the other day that said like Wookies mm -hmm. live to be like 500 years or yeah. something like that. And so the joke was like, so does that mean like uh, Han Solo's like his third pet? <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> All right. And next would be Brett. And you got how much? All right. So I was trying to think of something gross, but not superly gross. So in one day, how much would, Could a you, woodchuck, would you have to be paid to eat a 10 pound bag of circus peanuts oh my gosh the orange candy yes a 10 pound bag 10 pound bag of circus peanuts eaten in one day how much how many of those peeds do you think is just one pound I'm just curious I'm thinking they're, somewhere around they're, they're pretty, pretty heavy. heavy 
I'm thinking about like 25, 30. I mean, because I want to, if it's, if it's 300 of those just, things. Just 10 pounds. I mean, you're looking at a pound bag. So probably the size of a Ziploc bag, like gallon Ziploc bag. Yeah. Stuffed. Yeah. 10 of those. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I haven't had one of those in so long, probably about 20 plus years. I, I almost feel like this would be worse than chewing like 10 packs of gum. I would do that. <laughs> yeah, bro, I would do that in a heartbeat. I would do 10 packs of gum in a day. I know. That. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is this would be worse yeah. than chewing the gum. Uh-huh. Because I, I mean, because then because the peanuts go down versus the gum can come out. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's one pound right there. Okay, that's so that's kind of, of what we were thinking it was. I think. Yeah. Yep, that's that's what. Oh, that looks smaller. It does look a little looks smaller. A little smaller, like that big, maybe. So, uh, in ten pounds, you said right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, is it just one flavor? It is. I mean, I'll give you because this this one has assorted flavors. This so is... I'll, I'll, I'll give you. It might not be assorted flavors. It might just be assorted colors. <laughs> assorted colors. I, I, no, I'm scared of that. I'd rather go with the original. <laughs> I, I want to go with the original because I don't know what I'm going to get. There's going to be that nasty color. You're like, oh, no, I have to eat this. <sighs> Can we dip it in anything? <laughs> <laughs> what would you dip it in? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is gross. When I was a kid, I one of my friends, he liked eating circus peanuts, but only when we'd go swimming. And so he's oh. just, he said that the chlorine made it taste better. So. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Is he still alive? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the last time I saw him, he was like super jacked. And holy, I think his growth was stunted because he was like, I swear he was like 5'5", five, five, but he was super jacked, man. <laughs> um, okay, so I have 24 hours is what you're saying, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I could do this because, I mean, you think about it, 10 of those bags. One bag every hour. One bag every hour because I'm probably going yeah, gonna to need to die afterwards. <laughs> um, do those things expand in your stomach? That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the texture of you know those what? things. We need to get some uh, chocolate laxative cookies. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> to flush it out yep. quick. Um, I'm doing this. Um, I'll do it too. We'll but. do. Oh, I'm still gonna hate myself after that, and I don't know how long I'll be a foaming orange out of the mouth. <laughs> Your mouth is foaming <laughs> orange. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> he's eating too many peanuts. He's turning. <laughs> My skin would probably turn orange. <laughs> There was one time in college that I had I got stuck on the Rockstar lemonades, and my I drank so many of them that my skin was starting to turn a little yellow. Really, that's, that's crazy. Okay, my bottom dollar on this is probably going to be around five hundred dollars. So that's where I'm going. Five hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, I'll do it for three ninety nine. <laughs> three ninety nine. <laughs> don't give me four hundred. That's that's too much. Three ninety nine. <laughs> if it's an inconvenience for me, it's an inconvenience for you. <laughs> they just Venmo you. That's fine. I just push a three to nine and nine. I I want it all in pennies. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, bro, that was gross. <laughs> all right, my turn, and I get what if? Okay, so this is my hypothetical scenario. You're approached by a wizard. 
and he is going to curse you, but he's going to give you the option to choose which curse. So you have the ability to have uh, superhuman strength, invisibility, or the power of flight. However, each of these powers turn on and turn off randomly. Which one would you choose? Um, let's see. I'm not going to have flight because that would be the worst to randomly turn off. Yep. Um, Unless you're flying super close to the ground. Exactly. Yeah, kind of like a <laughs> Still. Buzz, li- <laughs> buzz Lightyear. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. And you said invisibility, strength. Yep. Hmm. Let's see. When you go invisible, you don't lose your clothes, right? You could your clothes go invisible too. It'd be funny, but no, yeah, they don't. Okay. Hmm. I feel like the least dangerous one would be the invisibility. I'm going with that one. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with strength, just because like it's one of those things where I, I'm not gonna be like lifting up like cars and be like, hey, look at this crunch. I'm just gonna be like. Here, give me, like I'm just gonna be doing certain things normal. It's like, oh, light as a feather, and then just kind of like, but then that could backfire because I lift up my phone and suddenly I throw it to the ceiling. Because <laughs> interesting, I'm going yeah. invisibility. I'd be basically be the invisible boy from Mystery Men. So you know, yeah, don't look at me. <laughs> and also, you'd be like, um, with the the strength, giving one of your students a high five, and all of a sudden you break their hand. Ooh, let's see. Okay, I take that back. I'm going to go with flight, but I'm just going to be like, I'm just going to be like hovering like (laughs) just lightly on the air, kind of like Doctor Strange, just like probably about like an inch ahead, just, you know, and then suddenly, you know, it wears off. You have your arms out. Exactly. Just, it wears off and then suddenly I just kind of go back down to the ground. Yeah. There you go. I like it. I like it. I'm going invisible. Hmm. That, you have some good points there because now you don't have to walk. Exactly. You're not like straining yourself in any way. But invisibility, can I use that as any kind of benefit? You're trying to rob a bank all of a sudden. Turns out, uh, hi. <laughs> um, I think I would choose. With Brad's argument, I'm going flight. I mean, for me, it's like, oh, I can, I can just need to activate it for a little bit. I can get into the football game or something oh, and i want to drink yeah but it's it's turns on and off randomly you don't have the power to turn it on or off oh it could be standing outside the stadium waiting <laughs> <laughs> i can wait that'd be so funny the security guards there did you see that guy blink like i swear <laughs> he he was there he wasn't and then he's there again did you see that <laughs> I swear he blinked. roll the videotape <laughs> <laughs> one of those times that you it doesn't turn off for a long oh. time that would, that would make the best. You could go to Halloween as like the ring girl or something like that. Or, oh, yeah. Or the, um, uh, what is it? The grudge chick or something like that. And you could just be like, you know, paint your skin all white or whatever. And you're just like, ah, just like screaming. And then suddenly like you disappear and then you like reappear. And they're just like, let's hire. Let, let, some Hollywood producers is like, hey, let's get that guy under contract. <laughs> I can't always perform when they ask me to. I have performance issues. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> they give you Viagra and you find out that it increases your invisibility range. <laughs> <laughs> like you're you're talking your duration? Yeah. You're, you're, just, it's like, you're like, hey, how's things going? It's like, good, but... um. 
I've like it's been five hours, and and um, I think I need to see me medical help. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> uh, follow the sound of my voice. Ugh. Ow! Yeah, sorry about that. It was the Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to be playing channel surfing. This is a game to simulate what it was like back in the 90s where we'd change the channel, have to see what's on there, and either move on or stay where we are. In this game, we don't know when the end is, when we run out of channels, and when we do, it's the weather channel where we all lose. <laughs> so I'm going to roll a d12, and that is going to determine how many channels that I secretly have, and you get to choose whether or not we are going to move on. And here we go. Just getting my numbers in here. And here we are. So. Okay. Here we go. All right. First movie. Dragon Blade. Dragon Blade. I'll give you. A, a, okay. Yeah, give me a synopsis. Well, the cast, I just want to say, this is a weird cast. Cast is Jackie Chan, okay. John Cusack, Adrian Brody. So, yeah. Interesting. So, and then the synopsis is Hugh on the commander of the protection squad of the Western regions was framed by evil forces and becomes enslaved. On the other hand, a Roman general escapes to China after rescuing the prince. The heroic duo meet the Western desert and a thrilling story unfolds. Ooh. This has all the weirdness of a good sci-fi show. Hmm. But it's the first show. Hmm. It's a big commitment. That is a big commitment. I'm going to go watch it. I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb and this I'm going to sit down and watch this one. I'm going to go to the next channel. Okay. Uh Brett just for funsies, you got a 6.3 rating. Uh, 6.3 out of 10? Yeah, 10. Okay. <laughs> All right, Criddle, you could you turn the channel, and it is a movie called And Had And Had Hun. Change. <laughs> I think it's a foreign <laughs> film. All right, the next channel you turn on, you're like, hey, I recognize this. It's called What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Change. <laughs> And then you turn the channel, and it's The Witcher, Nightmare of the Wolf. <laughs> is, that the, is that the Nick Cage movie? I hope not. No, it's not. Okay. Uh, change. All right, you change the channel, and it's a show called, a movie called Melina. Melina? Yep. Um, let's go to the next channel. The next channel. <laughs> You turn on, you're like, oh no, it's the movie Juno. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Next. <laughs> All right. Next channel is a movie called Crooks in Clover. Oh, synopsis. Synopsis is an aging gangster, Ferdinand Nandine, is hoping for a quiet refreshment, a retirement, not refreshment. When he suddenly inherits a fortune from an old friend, a former gangster supremo known as the Mexican. Um, change. All right. Next one is called Life. Oh, that's the Eddie Murphy, um, Martin Lawrence movie. Yep. Yeah, I'll watch that. All right. You get a 6.7. 
Did I get 6.8? You got 6.3. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm happy with mine. It's going to be weird. It's going to be sci-fi. And it's none of the movies that you've skipped on. <laughs> it's a little it's a little comedy I can deal with. That's fine. All right. And the next movies, just so you know, that were left were Minions was next. Oh, okay. I Want to Dance with Somebody was next. And then Little Mermaid, Ariel's Beginnings was the last one. Ooh, the origin of Ariel. Yep. That's a thing. <laughs> I yeah, guess. It, it takes place in the womb. <laughs> <laughs> it takes place in the womb. <laughs> in the, the fish egg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. And you actually meet Ariel's mom, apparently. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> it's funny because they never mention, like, where's Ariel's mom? Yeah, I mean, at least with Bambi's mom, you knew, like, you know, something happened. Okay, so next time you guys sit down to the TV, turn it on. Boop. And that was my attempt to make that little yeah. 90s warming up sound. Um, it's the Ninth Gate. Oh, that's the, the Johnny Depp horror movie. Yep. Next. Next. Next one. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Watching. Watching. <laughs> <laughs> well, you both get a 7.2. The, the, the rest of the sh- shows were Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Yeah. Uh, ba- Barbie Fairytopia Mermaidia. <laughs> is and, that the origin of Barbie the mermaid? <laughs> I mean, yeah, she is also, a mermaid. Also in an egg. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one is a movie called Do the Right Thing. Oh, I don't score. think I've heard yeah. of that. We won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's either that or cloudy. And actually, I think honestly, and as far as score goes, yeah, Christmas Vacation had the highest score out of all of these. Yeah. Yeah. So you done good. All right, getting this ready for the next go about. And here we go. We turn on the TV. It's a movie called If Only. Hmm. If only I cared. Next. <laughs> Pass. All right. The next movie, The Full Monty. <laughs> I remember when like, I was working at Harmon's in the video department when this came out, and everybody was raving about it. And I watched it, and I was just like, where's the funny part? <laughs> so, next. Nah, pass. All right. This next movie is called Favorite, except Favorite is, has a U spelled in ah, it. Ah, so it's English. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, next. Or Canadian, but next. And you guys get the Weather Channel. Uh, yeah, we win. We win. <laughs> <laughs> so interesting, the movie Favorite cast. I don't know who Olivia Coleman is. Oh, yeah. She's the, the chick that um, did the torture scene in uh, Secret Invasion. Or... Oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I'm on with you now. Okay. Emma Stone. Okay. Rachel Weiss. Okay. So, yeah. Wow. So, those people. And favorite had uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt in it. And whoever, whoever this guy is, Paul Nichols was the love interest, it looks hmm. like. I don't know who he is. But, yeah. All right. That was channel surfing. All right. All right, now it's time we begin our March Madness of the most rewatchable TV series. So we are going to be picking this up, up off 
on Squid Game versus Arrested Development. Ooh. Uh, this is that that's a good uh sadly that's a good first round pick, but Squid Game is the the scariest thing about Squid Game personally is I think the second season has a lot to live up to where at least for me personally, the first two seasons of Arrested Development are good, and I kind of enjoyed the first season of it on Netflix. Haven't seen the the second season of Arrested Development on Netflix, but, oh, that's a tough one. It's interesting for me, because actually, because we're what, talking about rewatchability, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't really care for Arrested Development, but and I do enjoy Squid Game, but honestly, I don't think Squid Game's rewatchable. Yeah. So I heard I surprisingly am gonna vote for Arrested Development, a show that it's not yeah. as interesting, but I do find it funny. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Arrested Development as well. I think comedy lends itself to rewatchability and but I do think Squid Game's probably the better show. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Yep. All right. Next one is The Neighbors and Cheers. Uh, I saw this when you turned on the computer, and I was just like, oh. Oh. Cheers has got way more seasons. I don't, You haven't seen The Neighbors, have you? No. It's a, it's a show about um, these aliens that move into this like HOA, and they try to assimilate themselves, and they're really bad at it, kind of. So. Yeah. And they take the names of like very famous people. So Larry Bird is the the dad. I, I love Larry Bird. He's so funny. <laughs> I like how the youngest kid's name is Dick Buckus. Uh huh. And then what was the older kid? And then the, they're not even all the same uh, ethnicities, which yeah, is even more cause, funny. Because the dad's white, the mom is black, the oldest son so, is Asian, and the youngest kid <laughs> is a white redhead, is, like just super white uh-huh, and super redhead with a gigantic forehead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was the Asian? Oh, it was Reggie Jackson. Reggie was, Jackson. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Jackie Joyner Kersey was the mom. Yeah. I I like the show Neighbors. I think everybody should give it a watch. But I think Cheers is just a better, like, story-wise, rewatchability. Yeah. It, the one thing I do like about the Neighbors is it is less, there's less depth. That is true. So it does to me the neighbors is like I am curious what it would have been had it not been canceled because at least for me, I don't know about you, but the good place, I love the first season. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the it just I kept on watching it, waiting for it to get as good as the first season. And it was fun, but it was never as good as the first season. Yes. Yes, that's true. And neighbors it does Remind me a lot of the Good Place, like in its in its comedy, because mm-hmm. it's kind of off the wall comedy like that. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going where everyone knows my name. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Cheers is the far superior <laughs> one. And thanks to the lockdown, when nothing was new, I bought like the whole thing of Cheers on iTunes for like thirty dollars. That's a good deal. Yeah. Yeah. I I think for me this one was surprisingly closer than I thought it would be, and I think it's just because the neighbors is more is less dramatic than cheers. Yeah. And so that's why it was close to me, but I'm going cheers. All right, the next one we have Wednesday versus Lock and Key, both Netflix shows. Interesting. That's interesting. 
We've all seen all of these, right? No, nope. I have not seen Lock and Key. Oh, I yeah. have not seen Wednesday. I've only one seen both. <laughs> uh, you need to watch your kids. I feel like Criddle, your family would like Lock and Key. Lock and Key is it's a good family scary series, and to me personally, the first two seasons are hands down so much fun. Yes, they are. And then the third season. I haven't seen that. I think that to me personally, the third season of Lock and Key suffers from what I've mentioned a whole bunch of times, especially when we did like rewatchability of the movies is we need a villain to defeat so that, you know, the, the good guys can win. And yeah. so what they did with the third season is they introduced a villain of the third season in the second season. They defeated the villain from the first two seasons in the second season. And then they like kind of easily defeated this one, sort of. And it was like just because, you know, this is based off of a comic book doesn't mean that you have to defeat them by killing them or whatever. They can, you know, go with their tail between their legs and yeah. stuff like that. You can leave it open. I I think some people I think we want as a society for movies and entertainment is closure. Mm-hmm. But you know what? In real life, you don't 100% always get closure. Yep. So, you know what? Allow some, you know, continuation or whatever. Or get, you know, I think what they should have done is turned people to, like, read the comics. Because since it was based off of a comics, if you're like, oh, I wonder what happened to this. Well, guess what? You can. Netflix has decided we're not going to go pursue this anymore. But there is further adventures. Mm-hmm. An interesting thing about both of these being here is they're both they're both obviously kind of horror. Wednesday, if you ask me, is more horror comedy. Mm-hmm. Lock and Key is more horror drama. Um, yeah, I think they are very similar in styles. Uh, I think I think Wednesday is my vote. I think Wednesday is more rewatchable. I mean, it's a great performance, great story. Lock and Key is a great story. Like, it's just not as fun. Mm. And I don't know. I I think the adventure of finding the keys yeah, is fun. Is, yeah. But you have to consider it. it's all the seasons. Yeah. Is. But, um, you know, I not me not having seen Wednesday, but I've just heard how fantastic the actress is and whatnot. I actually have to go with Wednesday. Yeah, I'll go with Wednesday. Okay. Man, all these are three and outs. All right. Here we got Sherlock versus The Flash. So okay. Benedict Cumberbatch versus the CW Flash, which I've never seen The Flash. See, I love The Flash, but I love the first three seasons. By the third season, it kind of got okay. And so, because the first three seasons, he was fighting... You know, he fought Reverse Flash, then he fought Zoom, which I think Zoom is like the most terrifying Flash villain possibly, at least in CW. And then he fought Savitar, which is another speedster. And I'm like, okay, when are you going to not fight a speedster? And so then the next couple of seasons, he didn't. And those seasons were even worse. It was like The Thinker. And <laughs> yeah. Then... Oh, The Thinker was horrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And for me personally, and then I'll get... um. Sherlock is interesting 
because, and I bump, I think uh, years ago, I bounced this off of Jeremy. I go, isn't it interesting that the first episode of Sherlock in the first season and the third one is good and the second one is awful. And then the second season, it follows the same pattern. The first one is good. The third one is good. And the second one is awful. And I think if memory serves me right, it did the same thing with the third season. And then I think the the last season was just, the fourth season was just kind of meh. Yeah, it was. But, so that's just what I think about both of those. And I do have an opinion and a vote, but I'm going to let you guys jump in. I'm just, I don't care about CW DC <laughs> shows at all. I've, I started, um, what is it called? The Arrow. Mm-hmm. I think I even watched one episode of The Flash. I just never got into it. And Smallville, I was into it until I realized how cheesy it is. And then I was like, I'm out. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm going Sherlock. Um, so The Flash, I, I agree. The first season's probably the best and the most fun, Yeah, I guess you could say. Um, and then it just kind of starts to go downhill uh, because it, it just feels... I don't think it's as repetitive or, oh, I lost my powers like Smallville. Yeah. Um, and it's not, It's. I mean, they do kind of follow that formula of it's, oh, it's, who's the villain of the week mm-hmm. um, because of the particle accelerator exploding. Uh, yeah. Um, Sherlock is just, to me, I, I feel like it's a smart version of Sherlock. I It's interesting with his, the way his portrayal is, Benedict Cumberbatch's portrayal is. Of of a Sherlock Holmes, um, I do find it really rewatchable, and I like Moriarty. Oh yes, Moriarty's um, awesome. In, in that series, he's he's a uh, kind of terrifying, almost Joker like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I will tell you one of my favorite things was I think it was I think it was was it, was it the end of the third episode of the first season when he dies, or is it the end of the second or third episode of the second season when he supposedly dies moriarty oh moriarty yeah i don't remember it's been too long i think it's the i think it's the end of the second season yeah that sounds about right because my favorite thing is like the reprieve of the at the very beginning of the third season people start doing fan fictions of stuff and so what my favorite (laughs) one is where sherlock and moriarty are on the top of the building and they're just like hey let's do something hey what let's just make out and and they start doing it and and suddenly it just like you think that it legitimately is that because that's how it starts and then it just turns into somebody being like and that's what i think happened (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna lean towards the flash whoa so just out of curiosity, have you seen the most recent Flash season? No. No? Because, <laughs> oh, I did not watch, I have not watched the Flash season since um, the one after the thinker, the one with the the guy with the boomerang, the the, the metal. I, I, the f- sad thing is, is. Oh, the, um, the dagger. Yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about. The sad thing is, is I read the, the the comic story in which he's in, and had they actually been true to the comic, that would have actually been a really good season. But they just turned it into some weird. <laughs> oh, this is it, Cicada. Cicada. Yeah. yeah, did not like that. And then I tried to watch it the following season, and I haven't. And it's on Netflix. I so. kind of haven't really watched the Flash since Crisis on Infinite Earths. That was fun. Crisis was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I liked that. 
Um, all right. So it's up to me. And I'm going to go with, I will tell you, just out of curiosity, just as a, <laughs> just as a tease, have you seen DC Legends of Tomorrow? Yeah, I've seen the first two seasons. Oh, man. I will tell you, it is good up until about like the fourth, maybe fifth <laughs> season. Is it that is, the time trial show? Uh-huh. It is yeah. so funny. Like, like, just think of like, the first season is more serious than... Then the second season, it kind of lightens up. And by the third season, it is hysterically funny. The guy that plays Superman and Superman Returns is um the Adam. The Adam. And he like has like this, like he has a, he falls in love with the character, but he and this guy other guy have like this bromance, and it just makes things just twice as funny. <laughs> anyway. That was just who a, is who is one of the I remember there's like brothers, right? In the uh, there was Hawkman and Hot Girl, and they're kind of connected. But there, well, there was somebody I, I knew, right? Oh yeah, there was um, the 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 people from uh, Prison Break. The, the, oh, the, the, that's right, Lincoln. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh Cap- yeah, both Cap- of them Captain were there. Cold. The brothers, Captain Cold, and um, that's right. They oh. were like thieves. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Anyway, I was just kind of curious what <laughs> you've seen. Uh, I'm gonna go with Sherlock because. The like I said, the first and third are rewatchable of the first two seasons, maybe three. The Flash, the first season is rewatchable, second season rewatchable, and then it just kind of goes downhill. <laughs> I tell you, the worst episode I think of Sherlock, the absolute worst, is the one where he's like that fever dream. Oh, yeah, the Christmas one. Yep, that yeah. was horrible. <laughs> Um, but the fun fact is, so last night, me and, me and my wife just wa- finished watching um, Enola Holmes 2. Oh, yeah? I, I like that, that series. Hmm. I watched the first one, and it wasn't bad. The second one's not bad either. It's actually pretty good. And like, um, oh, why can't Henry Cavill? Because uh-huh. he plays Sherlock. Um, okay. <clears throat> he's in it way more. And it's the, the dynamic between him and essentially Eleven, um, the girl who plays uh, Millie Bobby Brown. Mm-hmm. plays Enola. She like is just a lot more fun in the second one. Usually sequels aren't fun because, you know, what you've already done has already been done before, but like the fact that they're adding a whole different dynamic, it was it was quite enjoyable. Hmm. All right, next one. <laughs> Chopped <laughs> versus the good place. Well, we talked about the good place and so wait, are we talking about Chopped as in the, yeah, the TV show the reality TV yeah. show? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have lots to think about now. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the list of shows that we've seen. <laughs> um, so we've we talked about it a little earlier. The Good Place season one is great, mm-hmm. and then it <laughs> drops after that. Yep. Uh, it did, wasn't didn't it only go for like three seasons, Th- three or four. Yeah, so I think it was four. Yeah. Okay. It, because I just remember, I remember as it was going, I was like, please just end. Yeah. I did like when in like the next seasons when they have the guy from like, was it the guy from hell essentially? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like everything that they do down there essentially is hilarious. Yeah. Um, I didn't <laughs> like the, the, the math place or whatever it's called. Yeah. The in between. The in between. Yeah. In between. That was really boring whenever they would visit there. And then when they went back to Earth, that was that was all right. That was all right. Yeah, I think 
I liked it because like the, the actor that plays the the devil or something like that. Yeah, I, I think he was so funny. He was because he just said everything so deadpan, mm-hmm. and it was hysterically funny. <laughs> it was. It was exactly <laughs> what the role needed. <laughs> Okay, but Chopped, I mean, Food, food, food Network show. <laughs> There's one of the judges I cannot stand. Okay, me and Jeremy are totally in sync with this. I think we're talking well, about the same I judge. doubt it. I don't know. I, I think, we're, okay. He's the Hispanic judge with like yes, sleeve I, tattoos. Yes. I want to say his it, name's Aaron. Aaron. Yes, I can't stand that guy. I do not like him because my number one pet peeve, and it's so funny, so... If this was the Great British Bake Off versus a good place, Great British Bake Off, that, that is the best <laughs> cooking series ever. I have watched every single season at least 10 times. Is the Great British Bake Off on our list? I don't think so. Oh, we should just replace Chopin yeah. with Great British Bake Off. <laughs> but, but anyway, I I love that season so much. and But I, I will sit there and I will watch it. And like the funny thing is, is, the contestants know the judges from previous seasons and they on purpose will like, you know, put more alcohol on this because they know that the judges like alcohol. They'll do this or whatever. And they'll do it because they know that the judges like it. With Chop, they don't like it's on TV. They know they're going to be on it. I think you should like do your homework or whatever. And the judge, the, the Hispanic judge that drives me nuts is he has he automatically will hate something if you put something that he doesn't deem good in with his taste just because he doesn't like it he's going to ding it yep. and so when i watch the great british bake off i'll be watching it and the, you know they'll put like nuts in like a, a cake batter or a brownie batter and i'm like they've already lost in in my opinion if i was this i i will constantly like give my <laughs> mm-hmm. like you know play by play and I'm like, okay, well, if we're going to do that rules, this guy's lost. It doesn't matter if it tastes good. They put nuts in, in brownies. That's, that's, that's a fireable offense. Oh, you put coconut on that. Hey, you've just lost. Sorry. Like, so you're becoming Aaron, huh? Well, no, um, but like, I, I, I'll, I'll watch it. But like, I, I'll watch it, and I will jokingly give my, uh-huh. my commentary. And because I hate Aaron, and that's what he does, I will watch the Great British Bake Off. I'm like, well, it was fun while you it lasted, but you put coconut on there. So. <laughs> yeah. that, that's my biggest pet peeve about Chop. Yep, I like the the host though. Yeah, and I like a lot of the creativity. Ted, um, oh Ted Danson? No, oh, I, I, I thought you meant the. A host on Chop. Chop. Oh yeah, I do like the. Is that his name? Ted. Yeah. yeah. I oh, I have Ted. no idea what his name is. I thought we were going back to the good place where we said Ted. I was like, uh, I like Ted Danson's character. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I think he's fun. I think on this one, I'm going to the good place. Hmm. I'm going to go with Chops because I, there is something about rewatching a good cooking show. I, I, I'm not a chef or whatever, but I will watch it and listen and I will like apply what I've heard to things that I make. And so I can like, that's why I like rewatch the Great British Bake Off is I can just, I just absorb it and just enjoy the competition. The one thing I don't like, and this is just a me thing. The one thing I don't like about American, not only cooking challenges shows, but any like game show type of a thing, like the, the greatest race is they always remind you, remember 
this is for fifty thousand dollars. It's just like Great British Bake Off. It's just like there's a reward, but they don't bring it up every single time. the The reward is you are deemed the best baker of the week. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do they do they have sob stories in Great British Bake Off too? Every so often, though, like when they do. I will tell you, at one time I wanted to create a parody of a, um, of like people's bio because, like, I I don't know if I I think I told you one time. I both like and hate American Ninja Warrior because <laughs> they will give you this sob story, you know. Oh, he uh-huh. was in Iraq and blah blah blah, and this happened and this happened, and you know he was in the hospital in a coma for like five years and then blah, blah, blah. And he woke up and he woke up and the first thing he saw was American Ninja Warrior and he sweared that he was going to do this. And, you know, it's this like 11 minute bio mm-hmm. of this person. And then they, you know, they, then they, you hear the go bell and then he slips and falls and he's out. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I, that's one thing I, I, I'm sorry. I hate when they give those sob stories, yes. especially on like America's Got Talent. Yep. It's like, and, and then like, you know, they'll do a decent performance, but then like, I, I feel like they lean too heavy into their backstory. Absolutely. And that's like, because you were in a car accident and you were able to perform this, we're going to push you through to the next mm-hmm. round. Yep. Like that's, no, no, no. It's what's focus on what the talent is. Is it good enough? Yep, exactly. I agree. And I wish for American Ninja Warrior because I don't like American Ninja Warrior. I've seen it. And <laughs> because, yeah, if you were to reduce the time to uh, how many, you know, they're actually on the 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 course and it would probably be like a 10 minute show. Yeah. But what they could do and how I love it is if they did the whole like wipeout kind of commentary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bring in some wipeout people. Oh no! Like my favorite show is not wipeout. Is is that MXK yeah. whatever thing I on Spike TV? Uh-huh. Which which I love the incorrectly dubbed English uh-huh. over whatever the Chinese <laughs> Japanese people were saying. Yeah, I do love that too. I also one show that I was kind of surprised I liked was uh, it's a it's a putting show. I think it's on TBS. It's where it's like the miniature golf course. Okay. And they uh, they have this comedian, and I can't remember of a show that you would know him off the top of your head, but he's on a lot of like uh, shows. And <laughs> interesting enough, the show is like one of the producers is Steph Curry. But it's essentially, it's just it's supposed to be goofball. It is a lot like Wipeout. And, um, but yeah, I surprisingly enjoy that show. But who, Critter, you're the last one yep, to vote. Yeah. The good place. Good Ooh, place. On the nice. chopping block. On the yeah. chopping block? So <laughs> yeah, you've been chopped. Oh, wow. Oh, you just chopped the good place. I like that. I, <laughs> you, you, you fooled me. All right. Next one is the Goldbergs versus Justice Leagues. Justice League Unlimited, I guess. Oh, I haven't seen it. It is so good. Okay, so, so the Goldbergs, I think, is a funny show, but like I feel like it's overstated. It's welcome. It absolutely has. I didn't know that there was a season going this year. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was over. I thought it was over five years ago, and I went to go, like, what was it? I went to go look up something, <laughs> and I was just like, there's more. Like, And, and I, I watched a show, or I watched one of the series, and or the more, more modern one. I'm like, 
they're like like grasping at straws. Yes, like, they are. Like it is sad. Yeah. Yeah. The first two, three seasons were really funny and then it went Who are you gonna telephone? <laughs> <laughs> the grandpa I think is great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate when he passed away. Yeah. And then a spoiler for anybody who hasn't seen it, like obviously if you know the story about like the guy who plays Maury, mm-hmm. he obviously I, I think he didn't get along with the cast or whatever, or he was done. He wanted to move on to better, bigger, better things, so they killed him off. Oh, I did not know that. So yeah, so last season he's dead. Interesting. <laughs> um, I have to go with Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. <laughs> I love that series. I, I, what was it? I first watched it on the DC Universe before I before they. Turn, moved everything over to HBO Max. And I was devastated when they pulled it off because I was like, I'm not sure I'm going to get HBO Max. So I bought the DVD series of it and I've watched it. My favorite episode of Justice League Unlimited was when they do like a body switch between Lex Luthor and The Flash. And so The Flash is in Lex Luthor's body and, he, and they're like trying to do certain things. And they're like, you know, you're acting quite odd. He goes, what? No, me, Lex Luthor, am acting perfectly normal as Lex Luthor. Lex <laughs> Luthor would really want to destroy the Justice League. Let us make plans to destroy the Justice League because I am Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Rosenbaum technically is Lex Luthor. <laughs> yeah. And then the funny thing about it was, is so like, you know, Lex Luthor was in the Flash's body the entire day and just kind of like causing problems or whatever because he had the ability of Flash. And then just like just my minute seconds before they switch back bodies, he's a, he's like, you know what? Why have I not seen who I am? And so he goes to lift up the mask and that's when they switch bodies back. <laughs> <laughs> so is it comedic? Oh, it, it's, it was made for Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, I might have to give that a watch then. I've never seen it. Yeah. I'm going Justice League. Uh, based off of the... You know, what I know of the Goldbergs and how the season started tanking, I'm probably going with the Justice League as well. Yeah. Currently, it's on both HBO Max and Netflix. Ooh. So I imagine, Brett, you're going Justice League? Yep. All righty. All right. And then site. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on just a second here. Just zooming out on their little chart, if it will let me. To see how many more we have. So it looks, looks like, like we, we got just, two more. Yep. Two more. Psych versus the Mandalorian. That's a mean one. Mm. I will say that Psych was is was pretty funny. Um, I probably I mean, and when it was in its time, this was before I think really binging was yeah. too much like a real thing. And so when you watched these episodes, they were you know, f- spread apart. But when you binge psych, it is very repetitive, kind of. Hmm. Like, just, you know, like the story. You're going, they're going to detect, they're going to find, there's going to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. To me, that just got old. And I did like all the characters. I did like, um, yeah, from Gus to Sean and what's. what's uh, Henry? Yeah. From- uh, Maggie and uh, oh Maggie and who's the the other cop Maggie's partner? Um, Lassiter. Lassiter. Lassiter yeah, uh-huh. I like them all. I like. But, I, also, I also like the guy in the morgue. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> yes. He, he is like the weirdest of them all. 
but him and Sean are like on the same wave, wavelength, I feel like. Yeah. But when I, so, and I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but when I came across The Mandalorian, I was like, the first episode I was like, okay, I'm intrigued. And then the second episode, I'm like, all right, you're reeling me in. And then I like, I was sold by like three. I was like, yeah, I love this. So it's like, if I could choose my favorite Star Wars thing ever, it would be The Mandalorian by Interesting. far. I started watching Ahsoka like two days ago. Oh, yeah. How was it? Uh, it's all right. Um, I'm we're only watched episode one. Just out of curiosity, have you seen any of like the Clone Wars or the, the Star Wars Rebels cartoon no. or whatever? Because I've heard that, and the only reason I ask is I've heard that some people have not really enjoyed Ahsoka because it's almost like prerequisite that you need to know stuff. I know I haven't seen it. Okay. Yeah, I definitely haven't seen it. Um, so so you're going with. Yeah, I'm going Mandalorian. All right. So I, I, enjoy, I've only seen the first two seasons of The Mandalorian. I started watching Boba Fett, and then I just, for some reason, stopped watching it. Not that I hated it, but I just stopped watching it. And I know I need to watch that before I watch The Mandalorian. I have watched and rewatched Psych probably about seven times in total. Oh wow! And it just to me, it just gets better. It's it is growing up in the 80s and 90s. It is 80s and 90s references. I love 80s and 90s references. I love like all of the shout outs. I, I love the guest appearances. I love the mocking guest appearances where guests will like find somebody. And yeah, I I find psych and I have been psych or whatever. I've watched the movies. The first movie is okay. The second movie is, I think, the best out of the three. And the third movie is enjoyable. But I love Psych. I have to go 100% Psych. All right, Cradle. Uh, I've, I've, uh, I love both of these shows, um, but I'm, I'm leaning towards Psych. All right. So fun fact. So I was thinking of Mandalorian, thinking of the one episode where I think it's Timothy Oliphant's in it. Oh yeah, that's a good one. So uh, just the other day, I was watching uh, a TikTok, and um, I think it was what was his name James Dumal. Mm-hmm. James, yeah, James Dumal was in it, and he was telling the stories like all his career, him and Timothy Oliphant have said like Josh Dumal, Josh oh. Dumal. That's right. Sorry, they that they get confused one for another. Yeah, I could see that. And and he's like, we've never met each other, and so we were at this party, and he's like, hey, somebody's like, hey, Timothy Elephant's here. You should go talk to him. He's like, okay, yeah, I always wanted to talk to him. So he go talk to him. He's like, hey, my and so Josh is like, my family's here. Would you mind go taking a picture with them as me? And so they're like, yeah. He's like, yeah, this would be hilarious. So he goes and he takes some pictures with his his family and they have no idea that it is not their own kid wow yeah and so like and they put the picture on the wall at home and all that stuff and <laughs> he finally told him at one point like that's not me by the way that's timothy elephant that's funny um <laughs> what was i gonna say um Oh, have you seen, uh, have you, or have you started watching the new series of Justified at all? No, I haven't. It's on my list to watch, though. Mm. 
All right, last oh, one. For, this is mean. For this episode this is, is X-Men the Animated Series versus Cobra Kai. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I tried watching the X-Men series with my kids, and they're, they, they're like, it's too scary. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> come I, on. I really like the Days of Future Past episodes. Those are fun. I vaguely remember those because I haven't fully rewatched it as an adult. Okay. I already know where I'm going. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> In my opinion, and I'm very sorry for this, but Cobra Kai is not rewatchable. <laughs> it's just not rewatchable. It's, it's watchable once and then done, in my opinion. So I'm sorry if I'm yucking your yum. Oh, but, that's uh, weird. You're voting for yep, Cobra yep, Kai. Uh, wrong one. But so it's, it's got to be watchable. Excellent. I'm voting for it. <laughs> Whoa. Interesting strategy. Let's see how this plays out. <laughs> I don't know, Cotton. <laughs> but X-Men, obviously, I loved it. I will always love it. I love my X-Men. I think that TV series is the reason why X-Men is my like favorite superhero group. See, and here's my struggle with the X-Men animated series and the X-Men comics in general is I loved the X-Men animated series. Not as great as the Batman animated series, but I loved it. And I remember after watching the first couple episodes, I went to 7-Eleven and our grocery store, because at the time that's where they, they also sold comics. And I remember picking up the X-Men comic. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get into this. And I looked at the cover and all of the, the core yeah. members of X-Men from mm -hmm. the series were not in X-Men. Yeah. Like there was three of them. And then I pick up, I see this thing called X-Factor and I pick it up. And some of them are from the X-Men animated series. Mm -hmm. And then I see X-Force and I see some of them. And I'm like, I went from watching a show that I loved and I loved the characters and I mm -hmm. wanted to read a comic where they were all in it. And when I went to go rewatch or read it, it wasn't there, which maybe that's was my first pull to the DC side because at least, you know, Batman is was, in the Batman comic. Mm -hmm, yep. Um, so I, I actually had the exact same experience when we got that, that autograph and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is my gateway. I'm going to get in to reading comic books about X-Men. Wait a minute. I don't recognize any of these people. Yeah. Damn. So for me, what makes this series rewatchable is Johnny Lawrence. I <laughs> love Johnny Lawrence. I love that he makes me cringe with some of his inappropriate um, <laughs> remarks. Cobra Kai is so rewatchable. And it's only because Johnny Lawrence is a horrible human being. <laughs> In your mind, does... Does oh, what's his name? Uh, the Karate Kid, uh, Larusso. Larusso is, is. Does he add to the show in your opinion? Or no, does he take he, away. He annoys me. Yeah, because okay. it's it's one of those things where like you know he is like the thing is is I'm I, I'm waiting as a teacher and also as an adult because I was once a kid who was bullied, and here's the thing, like I have like moved on. And I I have no hard feelings towards any of my bullies or whatever. For some reason. Uh, LaRusso is constantly like, but he did this to me when yeah. I was 12 or when I was mm -hmm. 15. 
and he won't let it go. Whereas Johnny Lawrence is just, he's just trying to live his life and who's oblivious to the 21st century also, yeah. which makes it twice as funny. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, I think Dan Daniel just kind of, he takes away, but what he takes away is brought like a hundredfold by Johnny Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> well, hard. I mean, they had three movies with, with, with from Daniel LaRusso's perspective as he's the hero. Yeah. Whereas Cobra Kai, it's Johnny Lawrence is the hero. Yeah. And it's his perspective, which is why I'm voting Cobra Kai. Yeah. <laughs> so does that mean that uh, Barney Stinson was right about who the hero was? Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> They're, I mean, five, six seasons now. All right. Well, that wraps up this uh, section of the bracket. Next week, it looks like we have some good ones, too, that uh, I won't you I'll give you a spoiler, I guess. I don't know. Which one do you guys see as the big spoiler? Oh, you got... Oh. Ooh. Let's see. If I were to look at who... I think this one's interesting that this randomly was selected. Drew Carey Show versus Whose Lines It Anyway. That is interesting. How I Met Your Mother. Oh, big How I Met Your Mother Bang versus Gary. Big Bang. Ooh, that is ouch. A That's a mean one. Do you know one thing that I, I I was over at my parents' house and the young Sheldon happened to be on? Uh-huh. I don't think I ever, I never gave that a shake at all. I, not I, not to say a fair shake. I didn't even give it the time of day. It happened to be on and I was... It, and I just started turning and watching it. And it was so funny because young Sheldon was doing his parents' taxes and <laughs> he decided that the IRS was wrong and he filed them differently. Mm-hmm. And then so his and then he called and the, so they the IRS sent his parents a letter. And so he called the IRS, talked to the agent, and started berating the agent for <laughs> like not knowing how to do his job. And then the next day, his parents got a letter from the IRS saying that they were being audited. And I just <laughs> thought that was so funny. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have not even given this show a time of day. Maybe I need to give it a chance. It's not too bad. I, I do miss. It makes you miss Big Bang Theory, though. Hmm. I do not care for how super goofy the parents are. You know, does that come across to you? Like the dad, especially, it seems like overly goofy. Like not a normal human being. I don't know if you know. Like what I mean. Hal from. Yeah. No, I think I don't even think he's. <laughs> no, Hal's not even goofy if, if I remember right, because I've only seen the two a couple episodes. It's like, do you remember the Irish show? Um, is is a sitcom. It was an Irish family, and I'm trying to remember what the like the thing was. I know you watched it. Oh, Moon Boy. No. Oh. Um. It was their. It was named after their last name because it was a family. Oh, okay. Um. I, I wonder if they're just portraying the dad, just total polar opposite of Sheldon. Just yeah. To kind of add to his, you know, how did he? How how could this come from here? Exactly. Yeah. I could. I, I get that. I was just like, uh, I just like the. I just wish the parents were a little bit more, like just be like the middle parents. If you've seen the middle. Yeah. Janitor. I need to to see that. Yeah. Janitor. All right. Now it's time for our recommendations. Okay. um, Recommendations. Um, We just kind of brushed on it a little bit um, with what we're going to be experiencing next time. Um, I've been watching, rewatching Whose Line Is It Anyway? 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Over the new the new seasons. Um, I started with from back in the nineties uh-huh. or whatever, and um, just started rewatching it throughout the whole seasons. I'm on season like eight right now. Um, but it's a fun watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I I like. Um, I think my favorite is uh, what's that guy's name? Ryan Ryan Styles. Ryan Styles. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he's so consistent and just yeah does a great job with with everything. Um, but it's just one of those leisure shows you can just sit back and watch and enjoy. I, I do like it. I like that show a lot. I always have. Uh, I watch it now on TikTok when people, you know, there's segments of it. And my gosh, the thing I used to love in the 90s about it is when they got a little bit raunchy and uh-huh. it was like, oh, yeah, this is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like it's always raunchy or at least from the tidbits I see here and there. It's like, oh, or maybe that's just what gets you know, put on my algorithm with TikTok. It's mm. like, he likes the raunchy ones. <laughs> mm-hmm. and you also see a bunch of like face faces that I'm like, wow, you were on the show. Like Stephen Colbert was on there at one time. And huh. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> That's so, interesting. I mean, some faces that just pop up on there are interesting. One of the best episodes that I remember was the Robin Williams. One oh yeah. When that was, was on good. There. Now he totally stole the show. Oh yeah. He, he like completely was like, I mean that's Robin Williams. He talks. He talks a lot. So he's the king of improv. I mean, yeah. But um, all right, my my recommendation actually it's just going to be both the Enola Holmes first and second. I really enjoyed them. I really enjoy uh, Millie Bobby Brown's performance. I like her. I kind of really appreciate her uh, breaking the fourth wall as much as she does. Hmm. She like talks to you like you're you know like inside jokes with you know between you and her kind of thing. And it's like I like that. And I really like number 2 where um like Henry Cavill, he does a really good job. I mean cuz he's still trying to be like the quirky Sherlock Holmes that um that Benedict Cumberbatch played mm-hmm. uh, more or less where he's not a fan of people. He's not you know, he's kind of just just a weird. He's almost like a Sheldon in himself. And he pulls it off. He does really well. And he's a hermit. And um, the and then there's like the story of their upbringing too. Mm-hmm. Also, this sprinkled into the, especially the first one. The mom is played by I can never remember her name, but she is like Tim Burton's bestie. Like, uh, what's her name? Um, she plays Bellatrix. Yeah, Lestrange. Okay. Yep, that's her. Uh, and if she's like the most normal I've ever seen her hmm. before, but yeah, highly recommend it. It's a good show. Good family show. All right. So this past week, I did what I thought was almost near impossible, especially with school starting. I got through in seven entire seven seasons of the Venture Brothers because I'm getting ready to. I've already canceled my HBO Max because I weighed all, all the options or whatever. <laughs> and I was I was looking at certain things. I'm like, well, because my biggest worry is what won't be there when I get back to it. Because I think probably around like, you know, The Last of Us Part 2, when that comes in, maybe I'll like jump in or something like that. But I'm like, I don't need this right now. And so I'm like, what do I need to get out of the way? And what will I be worried if it's gone? So The Venture Brothers is, if you've ever seen the old 1960s Johnny Quest, it is basically spoofing Johnny Quest and at first, and I think last time I said that like there is no consistency among stuff. The further into the series, 
the more jokes they reference, the more weird stuff from previous episodes that they reference. And it actually does build upon each other. But if like you watched it or whatever, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be necessarily lost. But if you like went one, from one season to one, another season, there's a couple of characters that do change. Like one of the henchmen is hysterically funny. <laughs> like he, like there, there's an episode where the, the main villain sends three henchmen into the, the main guy's, I think it's called uh, Spider Skull Island and to like plant a bomb. And so as they're breaking into it, the number one henchman who's actually like this like real like buff guy, like, you know, really into what he wants to do. And these other two henchmen, one of them sounds like Ray Romano and the other one is just like this <laughs> kind of like overweight doofus. And he's just like, let's go there. And he goes, and the, the other two are like, why you want to die? And they're like, no, no. He's like, hey, we've been doing this for quite some time and we've come unscathed. And they're like, well, what are you going to do? He's like, I think what we're going to do is we're just going to kind of like hide for a little while. And the, the number one henchman is like, no, no, no. Like, we'll just go there. And then he steps on like a pressure plate. He goes, well, and then the other two guys like, nice knowing you. <laughs> and they can't like he survives. But every single decision he makes causes a situation that is going to eventually lead to his demise, which it does. And the other two inept henchmen get out of it unscathed. They plant the bomb. The island blows up. And the criminal mastermind is just like, congratulations. Thank you for like planting that bomb and blowing up the island. And they're like, what, what, what? And it's like, oh, yes, that's what we did. We planted the bomb and we blew up the island. Yep, that's, that's exactly what we did. <laughs> so I, I enjoyed the Adventure Brothers. And uh, I will say I'm going to give a, I am hopeful for this recommendation. It's a trailer that just really popped out. It is called Rebel Moon. It is basically, I think, Zack Snyder's take on if he did Star Wars. It looked good. And it looks really good. And hmm. I didn't realize there'd be a part one and two. Yeah. So I'm, I'm disappointed to say so far, I only watched the first episode of that show I mentioned last time, mm -hmm. Planet Strange, the cartoon made by, I think it was made by Dan Harmon. Very, very underwhelming. Oh, I was very sad, especially because Danny Pudi's on it, mm -hmm. who's Abed. Mm -hmm. Very underwhelming. So mm. I'll give it maybe one more episode and see if they cor correct it after the first episode. But I don't recommend it. <laughs> oh, sadness. All right. See ya.